911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I'm going to share with you a story about a very unusual individual that I've had exposure to over the last maybe five or so months. And I'm also going to share with you the way that I reacted versus the way that I would have reacted maybe three years or so ago to a situation that took place, an altercation, if you will, between the two of us. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, I had started our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group back in October of 2019. In the midst of that, there was a gentleman. He's about my age. I'm going to leave his name anonymous, and I'm going to explain to you why in a second. And he joined our group. Now, he is not in law enforcement He's not a military service member and he is not a fireman. He's a supporter. He's what I would call family inside of our group. This young man, he actually reached out to Clint and I individually. And we've communicated back and forth with him for some time. It's very evident that this young man was looking for direction. Seemingly, he was the type of person who was trying to just find his way his place to be able to take up space in this world, to make his voice heard. Clint and I supported him. If I'm being fully honest, we granted him far more attention than we ever do with anybody else when it comes to Messenger. If you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you know that I am not on Messenger to fuck around. I don't go on Facebook to play. I go on there with intention, and one thing that I value in my life more than anything else in this world is my time. It's the one thing we can never get back, right? So it's been months now, and this young man, I agreed to have him on our podcast to bring him into the group to do a live interview. Something happened, and for the very first time, I had to cancel an interview and reschedule it, and it just so happened to be his. Things started to get a little bit weird because he started to pressure me about all the reasons why I had to cancel it. And really, I don't have to defend myself or to dictate myself to anybody. I apologized and um, I just needed to reschedule it. I don't owe anybody anything else. And it was very unfortunate that I couldn't uphold our appointment, which I thoroughly explained to him. And that was that. Time went on. I sent him out the new link to go ahead and schedule another interview inside of the group and on this podcast, and he did. This individual ended up changing the name on his profile picture, or on his account, I should say, to a female's name instead of his name. Now, mind you, up until a week ago, he still had his, his name, his male name, listed as how he wanted me to introduce him on the show. So one would assume that your name is the one that you put that you want to be introduced as. I did ask him about the name change on his profile, and he merely said it just made things easier this way. Admittedly, I had no idea what that meant, and I just assumed it was just something weird. And again, 
I don't waste my time on Messenger. I didn't dig deeper. It's not my place. Just like it wasn't his place to further drill me on why I needed to reschedule our interview. In the meanwhile, I had three people from my group pose concerns about this individual. One, so much to the extent that there's a woman who lives by herself one hour away from this young man. Shouldn't say young man. He's my age. (laughs) Although maybe I should. Makes me feel young. And he was asking her very personal questions about where she lived, asking if she lived by herself, just drilling and drilling and drilling. And mind you, the messages that I personally received from this gentleman They weren't just asking questions. It would be like one of those messages you get where they ask something and then they send another message and another message. But then with him, when I wouldn't respond right away, he would put question marks, question marks, question marks to try to like bump it up to the top of my my messenger feed. Okay, well, that's a little weird. And it got to the point to where after these three people reached out to me, posing concerns, so much to the extent of them just feeling uncomfortable, that I decided that something doesn't sit right with this. This isn't aligned with my values. And it's my responsibility to protect the integrity of the group. And after thinking it over, after talking it over with Clint, I decided it was in the best interest of the group as a whole for me to remove him from the group because seemingly he was taprooting people from the group. He was going on and befriending them based on people that he saw were inside of the group, which is fine when it's authentic. And I decided to cancel his interview and I sent him a very respectful message explaining the truths, very short and simple, that there were people that had reached out to me uncomfortable with the communications that he had set forward with them. And that I felt it best for the group as a whole for me to cancel our interview and to remove him from the group. I even went on to say that there was no hard feelings and that I didn't change my impression of him. It's my responsibility to just uphold the group as a whole. This gentleman sent me a fury fire of messages. One of the most prudent that stands out to me is his upset that I would refer to him by his name instead of the female name that he has listed on his profile. And I explained to him that I understood that he was upset, but that I needed to clarify one thing. And that one thing was that it was he who referred himself to himself in the male form. And that even when I asked him with regards to the name change, all that he said to me was that it was easier that way. And to not try to tell a story to himself that wasn't true and to make it out to seem like I am some insensitive individual for not respecting his gender identity, which is what he was getting at. And I left it at that and I wished him the best. And of course, he sends me this fire fury of messages again and I left it alone. And the reason I'm sharing this is because three years ago, Back before adapting meditation into my life, back before connecting spiritually and hiring a coach and having my head on so straight now, I would have probably engaged with this gentleman for the entire night. I could feel the sense of anguish that would have come up in my body had I done that. 
And I recognized that last night because I haven't acted or reacted that way in over three years now. And I'm pointing that out because I just want to showcase how much mental energy it takes to partake in these types of arguments. With everything that's happening in the world right now, I'm seeing a lot of people who are saying things such as, I posted this truth and I had all of these computer trolls backlash me and I had to unfriend them and they're sending screenshots and they're so agitated and upset and I get it. I've been there before. But what I recognized is that what I'm doing is not only burning my mental space up by engaging in that kind of behavior, but when I go and I do that and then I feel the need to share it with my husband or my dad or my friends, or in in the case of these individuals posting it online, all that I'm doing is I'm sending out more negative energy into the air. And guess what happens? I would venture to say every single time that same negative energy just comes and pours over you and it starts to feel like the whole, oh, this always happens to me kind of syndrome. Clint and I lived that for the first five years of our marriage where we had so much shit just pour over us over and over and it seemed like every night we would sit down and have that conversation to the effect of, well, of course this happened to us. This kind of shit always happens to us. And we got so used to it. And it wasn't until we started to change our way of thinking And yes, it is cliche to say to see the glass half full. But when you're able to look at life in that connotation, instead of showing up in the world with negativity, as soon as you put your two feet on the ground, your entire life changes. And I can tell you that from personal experience. There has been nothing more beautiful than my own personal awakening that comes to the effect of not having to be so judgmental over people when it comes to this sort of thing. This particular gentleman, I already decided with intention, if he continues to message me, then I'll block him. You see, one value in my life is that I do not believe in omitting people from my life. That does not mean that I keep them in my circle. But when it comes down to the the nitty gritty of things, if somebody ever needs me genuinely in my heart, I would want to be that person to show up for them. And one way to do that is by not blocking them, by still being present, maybe not engaged, but still there. But I've decided with, with him, should he continue to do this, it's just going to create more of those dings in my mental space, somebody trying to intrude, somebody trying to break in. And I know that in order to uphold my own personal integrity, I just can't let that happen. I don't want to fuss with that. I don't have time for that. There are much more important things going on, especially in my realm right now, that I'd rather take that time and dedicate it to something important. And I'll leave you with this. As you sit there and you're driving to work, or maybe you're at home, what can you do today in order to start to build those barriers around your own mental space and to give yourself more clarity instead of more upset? What needs to happen for you to fill up that glass and to start to look at it a little bit differently instead of letting other people take sips from it over and over and over until eventually it just feels completely depleted? Because you're worthy of that. It belongs to you. And there's one thing I know to be true, and that is that nobody deserves to rob you of that. 